previously on Babies and Broadswords. You're at the threshold of a dark hallway in front of a haunted bathroom, and I don't know why in the world you all thought this was a good idea. Thwompkins, the door swings inward, and the room is dark, except for one stall at the very end, the last stall. You're not as quiet as you think you are, kiddos. Oh, oh, I wouldn't open that stall if I were you. Why? You might wake him up. Well, every place has a guardian. There's a way to get from here to there. And the guardian for the underground lives in there. So if you guys want to get to the underground, you're going to have to do with the guardian. Hey. Yeah? Do you think you could, like, sit on the top of the toilet? Okay. Batter this thing with your rolling pin. Two more of the tentacles that have been dragged over uh, kind of shrivel off and, and clump on the ground. And there is a rushing of what sounds like fluids coming from deep in the bowels of the plumbing. And it seems like it's ew, ew, seems ew. like it's coming up. There's the sound of an explosion. <laughs> and Thwompkins, you are thrown off oh. at the top of the toilet. And a geyser of stuff of a color, whatever you choose that color to oh, be. Gosh. <laughs> oh, gosh. out of the toilet. <laughs> and wrenches everything in this oh. sticky, stinky, <laughs> viscous ooze. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night. Hello, friends, and thank you for joining us for another thrilling episode of Even Footing Games Presents Babies and Broadswords. My name is Jason. I am your sitter, and I am so thrilled to be joined by some of my fellow game designers and players today. Why don't you all take a second to introduce yourselves, tell us your character's name, and what you do for the company and we'll get right into the game. So, Jack, I'm looking at you. Why don't you start us out? Well, you're looking at me. People at home can only hear me. I'm Jack. I am a setting artist on Babies and Broadswords. I also play Thwompkins, Bar Baby and Gargoyle, here to save the day and eat cookies. Maybe that order. I don't I don't know. Awesome. Lee, how about you? I'm Slee Baldwin. I play Day Bell, the Furbolg, with some very special mushroom friends. I do some editing for Even Fun and Games in writing and in audio. I had some special mushroom friends in college. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Erin, how about you? Hi, I'm Erin. I play Henry, the hypoallergenic dragon. And I, you know, do the math stuff. I do all the businessy junk. And we are grateful for that. Yes, very much so that we don't have to do it. And uh, joining us from a whole other continent. <laughs> Lee is also on another continent. Oh, Lee is also Just on another continent. Oh. Yeah. 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 Oh. <laughs> I'm very joining, American, so it's hard Joining us from a whole again. other other continent. Rocky, how are you doing, bud? Hey, I'm fine. I'm Rocky. I play Stephen Piro. 
He's a vampire from Brazil as well as I am. You were also a vampire from Brazil? Just from Brazil. I'm not that old yet. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely not a vampire. Trust me. Weak. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds exactly the thing a vampire would say. Yeah. <laughs> so, welcome all. Uh, I'm glad that we could make it today for another rousing adventure. Shall we get into it? Let's play this. Let's do it. We've already I'm been doing each other for like an hour and a half, so we're, we're sick of each other. I mean... So let me pretend to be someone else, so that way we, that whole cycle can start anew. Playing reminds us that uh, why we're actually here. So, when last we left off, uh, and I'm sure if you've heard the update, you know where we are, but just as a quick reminder, you all had just defeated the Toilet Monster or a toilet monster in the old potties, which you had learned was an entrance to the underground where you have been tasked to go by the triangle and to attend uh, in their stead, the envoy convoy conclave, whatever you all decided to call it. That's what it's uh, called for now on. That's what it's called for now. That sounded, envoy, convoy, that sounded beautiful. Convoy, convoy. Yeah. Yep. Henry, Debella, and Thwompkins are standing scrunched up in a in the stall, you have been splattered by the pooing, the final attack of the toilet monster before it exploded in a mass of tentacles and other stuff. And Thwompkins has looked down into the toilet to see what once was, you know, your average toilet bowl has somehow morphed into a tunnel, a shaft leading straight down into the darkness. Hey, there's a poop chute. You got it! Yay! <laughs> I mean, I would never intentionally oh, set up such a... What was that? Do I get a gold star? Yeah, no, yeah, gold, star for that <laughs> gold star for that because you, you, you found Cinder Jason's secret scat joke. <laughs> if, I remember, if I remember right, it was an explosion of poo happened, but then it somehow Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street in. That's right. It went, <laughs> it went all back in. That's right. Had to remind people of that because I think that imagery is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. But hey, there's a place to go down. Uh, I guess that's the underground because it's it's you know under the ground, right? <laughs> yeah, but now we're all dirty. You are kind we of are? a little dirty. Oh yeah, we are. <laughs> but I don't, I don't really want to get more dirty and go down there. I'm so gross. It's, he wipes uh, off, wipes <laughs> off his wings. <laughs> It just like shakes them out like a. There's a sink over there, and he probably po points to like the most atrocious looking sink across the yeah. bathroom. <laughs> I'm sure that handle works. Can I reach the sink? Yeah, that's what I want to know too. <laughs> you can you can reach the sink. Why don't you give? But um, the handle looks pretty nasty. So why don't you give me a beefy roll to see if you can stomach, uh, even touching the the, the faucet on the sink? Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and use my healthy eater. Okay. Thing. If uh, Dea needs help, Thwompkins will definitely act as a footstool. I, yeah, Henry got a seven. So who's actually who's actually making the first touch? I thought Debella was the one who was actually, yeah. All right, so oh, Debella, okay. you, yeah. Yeah, I also got a seven. That's okay. Plus two. That's with your plus two from healthy eater? Okay. So is, that, is healthy eater your perk or is that a knack? It's a perk. It's a perk. So you've used your perk for this for this rest. 
Uh, and you've eaten the subsequent cookies to go along with that? Yeah. Yes. Debella, you go to reach the handle, which is strangely colored and seems to almost, you can almost see the, the scuff lines, or the, the, the crud lines coming off of it. And you kind of loop your balloon string around the handle and pull it towards you so that you don't actually have to to touch. And there is a like a, a sputtering brown liquid comes out, but after a moment it it runs clear. Uh, mostly clear. It's a little brownish, but it's not as brownish as it was before. But you can hear a ka-junk, 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 ka-junk as all the rusted pipes are, are shaking in the walls. Oh, it's like music or something. It's toilet music, yeah. Toilet music. But there is there is water that is at least cleaner than you are coming out of the faucet. Put my hands in it. Just try and like rub it on various parts of my head. Just trying to get the the main chunks off. Alright, so you, you give your you give yourself a hasty uh sink bathroom shower as best you can. Yep. Henry has some he and he put them on the super absorbent underwear so that the toilet monster could not see my butt. Right. Um, he takes those <laughs> off okay. and he that. gets them wet and uses it like a rag. To okay. Like, sponge right, bath that, himself. Yep. Okay. That's good. You got, you got the, the gunk off. Thwompkins looks like he has no intentions of cleaning himself off. Okay. Whether so, because no one's told him to, he hasn't thought of it, or he's choosing not to. Is stone is probably not the it won't soak in or anything. <laughs> it won't get in the crevices. Yeah. <laughs> so Thwompkins is just standing there watching the other two get clean and, and just. Oh, but my blue, my nice white handkerchief that says TS on it. That is my loincloth is no longer white. Uh, no, no. Probably not. Oh, Whoever that be belongs to probably doesn't want it back now. I was going to say, I think that Jimmy would definitely be uh, getting himself. I'm sorry, Ignatius. Mm. Augustus would definitely be getting himself clean. Yeah, I feel I feel like he's already grooming. I'm like, oh, this ain't cool. Uh, (laughs) As as the plumbing, as the the water continues to run uh, and the 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 pipes continue to shake, a chunk of wall starts to crumble and crack right above the sink and three bricks just kind of fall right out of the wall and is it supposed to do that what's up is it supposed to do that (laughs) there's a hole and it actually looks like um it looks like maybe these bricks were supposed to do that uh maybe uh, something has shaken loose because it's not just the wall uh, and, the, and, the, and the space between the walls that you see, it actually looks like there's a little compartment back there. Thwompkins is definitely checking it out. Thwompkins wants to check it out. Thwompkins, give me a nosy roll to see if you can you can see into the, the hole. Because it's just like a dark hole, but you can see like it kind of almost, it looks too close to be an accident. Yeah. Sadly, that is only a... F- actually, you know what? Um... Uh- Gold stars. Let me add another 1d6. Yeah, go ahead. 
Oh, for, yeah, I'm going to use one of the gold stars because I had two. Okay, yeah. Um, Because I got a, I got a five total, and I would okay. like to get that to be higher. Okay, an eight. Eight is good. He's extra curious about this. There you go. The hole is pretty deep, but you're able to, to reach your little clawed hands through and scrabble with one of your talents, and you click on, you feel it snag on some sort of box or item. Hey, there's something here. You pull it out towards you. And sure enough, it is a hexagonal container about maybe 10 inches around. But you can't see any way to open it. It just looks like you can Uh. shake it and there's something in there, but you can't see any way to to open it. Oh, this is a a box. Uh, Uh, I don't know. How many sizes is this? One, two... Seven. Uh, how many sides is this? Hexagonal. Uh, why don't you give me a brainy roll? <laughs> oh no, no, no! Don't worry. I don't. I. I he does not know. <laughs> That's him. Liter- that, yeah. I'm not even gonna I make. Said, the, I'm I, not gonna make the roll. <laughs> okay, fine. Don't. Nope. <laughs> I refuse to let him be able to count. <laughs> um, that was him literally asking if anyone knew. Um, mm-hmm. oh, I can try. Uh, let me try and count them. Right, okay. Make, give me a brainy roll. I say that it's in yet. Not my best roll. Uh, well, I have a good bonus though, so that's a uh, eight total. Okay. Yeah, you. That's actually the number I was looking for. Um, there are five sides, and while you're counting the sides, you remember hearing something the janitor once said, which was "righty tidy, lefty loosey." Five sides. Mm-hmm. On a hexagonal. It's a hexagon. So that's. Five sides, right? No, that's a pentagon. Five. Six sides. Six sides. <laughs> Sitter. 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 Six sides. Six sides on hexagon. Yeah. Oh, okay, so the brainy was to remember something, not to... Gotcha. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, if she would have rolled a seven, it would have been the number of sides, but the eight was the one I was looking for to remember righty, tidy, lefty, Lucy. Yeah. I gotcha. Yep. And make the L's like I've done several times. I sort of like spin it yeah and it's and it spins wow you unscrew the lid and once you know once you've started on twisting it it it, you can see the seam and you're able to spin it uh quicker and four items kind of tumble out onto the floor there is a really absorbent pair of underwear much like the one that that henry uh was just wearing three pieces of construction paper a big slimy booger and a dead rat. I pick up the construction paper and put it on the gra- the, the box on the ground. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I can make so much stuff out of this. Daybella is claiming the construction paper. <laughs> Thompkins is definitely playing with the booger. Yep, Thompkins yeah, snags the booger. Gross. All right, so <laughs> it's it's, li- it's literally about the size of a whopper. Like it's a so somebody's rolled this sucker. Uh, I thought you said, like, the burger whopper first. Oh, like, oh, my God. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was like a burger. Like a melted milk bowl whopper. Yeah. Is that like the a bur- The burger weighs about two pounds. And, uh... <laughs> Something like a little Castlevania, maybe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Thwomkin snags the booger. Daybella has claimed the construction paper. That leaves the dead rat and a pair of absorbent undies, which... 
Henry, whatever you want, Ignatius will take the, the remaining item. I'm gonna, I lost my undies, so I'll take those undies back. All right, so... <laughs> the cat gets a dead rat. Fetting. Henry has restocked his supply of undies, of absorbent underwear, and Ignatius looks kind of affronted at getting stuck with a rat, but he picks it up and puts it in his satchel nonetheless. So these are all items. Construction paper, Debella can be used to craft armor. If you Looking can, at if it you, right now. Yep. <laughs> So you can craft that into to construction paper armor. The big stinky booger, Thwompkins, is... Big slimy booger. I it's found a big it. slimy booger. Yep. You can pick it in oh, combat. You can pick it and fling it at, uh, flick it at an enemy, and it causes one round of grossed out. The dead rat, uh, which Ignatius picked up, you can also throw at an opponent, and it causes a grumpy and ouch and a tummy ache. And after you toss the rat... You roll a d6, and based on what you roll, the rat can either be reused, it cannot be used again, or explodes and causes tummy ache damage to everyone around. It just depends on how long the rat's been around. And Henry, your really absorbent undies takes away two grumps, or two tummy aches when you use them, and it's a single-use item. Uh, so these are all single-use, basically. I would like to note that Thwompkins has the thrower knack. Okay. <laughs> so we, we will keep or that cork, in mind. cork. Thwompkin's instinct with anything he picks up is to throw it. Yes, it is. <laughs> so hopefully he's not looking. Quark. It's, it's a quark, quark yeah. Okay. But hopefully you're not looking at the the uh, the other three with this booger in your finger and and, and thinking, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not mean spirited, especially towards friends. <laughs> Is he, does he, is he just keep rolling it around in his claws, though, or is he... Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, so Thwompkins is pretty much constantly playing with this big slimy booger, which is great. It's <laughs> uh... <laughs> so slimy. Uh, so, I want to ask about the um, construction paper. Yes! Armor. So, how many pieces do I need to make one piece of armor? How many did I give you? Three. Three? That'll make one piece, uh, and you'll have a piece of construction paper left over. So two pieces to make one piece of armor. So if you find another piece, you can make another piece of armor. Oh, and there were, and also hidden back into the uh, in, in the the crawl space where you reached in Thwompkins, you also found a small bag full of four cookies. So wall cookies, more cookies. <laughs> so everyone gets a cookie. If you wall want to cookies. split them up that way, yeah. Oh yeah, Thwompkins. Thwompkins is all about sharing. Sharing is caring. So one extra yep. cookie for everybody. Yep. The cookies that have been next to the dead rat are the yep, ones we're yep. going to well, eat. The, the rat was in a box. It's fine. Yeah. Daybella, like, while you guys are looking at your items and discovering their properties, she just mm-hmm. sits down and starts, like, ripping up the construction paper and, like, stuffing it into, like, bits of her shirt and her dress and, like, taping it around her legs Okay. It's just like, gotta be safe where we're going. Oh, that's really good. Really good idea. Debella has crafted herself a, a, a construction paper breastplate, basically. Has she, has she yes. reinforced her, her dress with construction paper? Okay. Well, if she did it on her legs, they're more like like greaves. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. So Debella, the greaves. And a breastplate, yes. And right, right. <laughs> Debella has made herself some construction paper armor. And that allows one damage reduction per rest. Per rest, right. Per break. Yep. And it doesn't, doesn't like, dissolve after that, does it? 
Uh, I have not decided that yet. So for now, we're going to say that it's it's permanent. Chances are, if you, I think what we'll do is if you lose, like maybe if you egregiously lose an uh, an attack or like you know three or more points of damage, that it will permanently damage. But for now, it's it's a permanent item that you can that kind of. So is it just you've just taped different parts to you, or have you actually like full? Okay, so it's not even trying to like. Well, make something I try to nice make out of it. Look like armor. Okay. I kind of like wrap it around my legs. Okay. Use, okay. Like, tape or whatever I have. Just gotcha. To, like, make it look sort of like the armor lace mm-hmm. looks, mm-hmm. but it is okay. construction paper. Right. 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 There's only so much you can do with it. Okay. Yeah, it just starts horn. So, so Swampkins walks over and puts the uh, his helmet on her head. Now, now you're fully armored. So I'm here. I'm gonna do a heroic pose. Ooh, <laughs> give me a cool roll. Oh, no. Because <laughs> we got cool now. <laughs> so that's... That's cuteness? That's cuteness, yeah. Cuteness, okay. So, oof, that's a, that's a six. Well, you feel cool. You may not necessarily look too cool, but... <laughs> Thwompkin's helmet Thwompkin's is thinks a, you're cool. Thwompkin's helmet is a little too big for you, and it's like slipping down over your face, but you, you feel good, at least. <laughs> that just sounds adorable. Right? I was going to say, that sounds cool. Thwompkins, <laughs> are you giving her your helmet, or is this just a for the time being? Yeah, for the time being. All right. So add a add a helmet with horns on it. it doesn't really do anything. It's just a tiny helmet with well, tiny horns. Cool. Yeah, it's 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 his barbabian uh, flavor piece basically. So it doesn't really give you any bonuses. It's just now you've got a helmet with horns on it. Yeah, a kid with a rock head, I guess, really doesn't need a helmet on top of that. But uh... well, that was the irony. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your head's actually probably harder than the helmet is. So you, you are as clean as you feel that you're going to get. You found the secret hidden stash, so good job, you. Thompkins is still dirty. Thompkins <laughs> is still dirty. Again, Unless someone tells clean, them to, uh, to. As clean as you're going to get, which in Thompkins' case is not very much. Some kids are just stinky kids, and, and there's nothing you can do about it. Cuteness um, dump stat. Cuteness dump stat! That, that smell is an armor all of itself. And there is still the toilet with the poop shoot down to the underground. Oh, yeah, we, we, we got to go down there. Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> uh, uh, down we go. And Pumpkins definitely would be all about diving into that thing. Well, looking like he's going to dive, sees he can't dive, sees diving is a bad idea, and then properly goes down the ladder. <laughs> so Thwompkins is going down the ladder. Is anyone going with him? Uh, Daybell feels emboldened by her armor, and she follows. Okay. Henry... Wants to take his new clean absorbent underwear. Yes. And make them into a bandana. Okay. Like, so... to, cover his, <laughs> to cover his face. Because he does not want any of what's down there to get All right. in. I mean, he has very oh. delicate nasal uh-huh. passages. Uh-huh. No, it makes sense. I, I want fan art of a small baby dragon. <laughs> Wearing a pair of underpants over his snout. <laughs> he he puts it on this way so the the pant, the, yeah, the, the holes are where his side should be. <laughs> I love it. Yes, give me a gold. Get a gold star for that. That's that's freaking delightful. I love that. Ignatius follows behind. He he certainly can't be the, the one to to not go down the hole. That'd be uncool. It would be uncool. You are climbing down a 
rather rickety ladder that descends down into the darkness. I need everybody to give me nimble rolls just to, to make sure that you're not, that, that you can you can manage to navigate down. I have got a 10, a five and a five. Thwompkins is fine. Uh, you're taking cool, two rungs cool. at a time. Cool, cool, cool. Henry got a five. Five. Debella and Henry, you both start to... You're, 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 you're navigating the ladder okay, but you're going real slow. And the slower you go, the more you start to realize how dark it is in this, uh, in this shoot. How little you realize where you're going. How insane it is to be climbing down a toilet how absolutely you fought a toilet monster outside of it. What, 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 you know, what's even worse when you get down in there? These are all really good questions. These are all really good questions. And, and, and you have a little tiny existential crisis in your brains. Uh, and each of you are scared now. Aww. So you will be, you will be taking a minus one to all of your rolls until you get a successful roll. Then you're not scared. Thwompkins, you went quickly enough that, that you don't have time to get stuck in this existential fear of the dark. Totally makes sense for him. <laughs> he is a baby of action. So Thwompkins gets down there and he's just looking around and the, the two others, the three others follow closely behind a few seconds later. And you are in a, a large round room, totally encased in bricks. And... All over the floor is piles of garbage and refuse and other stuff. There are pathways leading in three different directions. So you're kind of like in the hub of a wheel. To your left side, the passageway continues on to through the sewers. But there are glowing bricks that kind of are embedded into the walls that light the way down the sewer. To your right side... It's pitch dark, but it there's a smell of of flowers, of of clean laundry. It's it's you're getting a waft of freshness, even though it's pitch black. And straight ahead of you, the the, the pathway straight ahead of you is kind of lit by by sputtering candles, and there's a sound of singing, maybe coming from that you can just kind of hear in the breeze. Mm-hmm. What none of you realize while you're kind of looking around at your surroundings is the tiny form that sort of drops down from the ceiling and lands behind you. Esteban, you are, you have been waiting patiently for the other four to arrive. You were told to meet them here at a certain time by the triangle who had sent you on a very super secret mission. You had achieved your goal, but Debella or not Debella, Is- Isabeau needed to stay behind to-, to finish off her secondary mission. But she gave you a note to give to Ignatius. So you drop down on in front of the three of them. And you're also, dis- the-, the rest of you are so distracted that you don't really notice him for a second. Probably for the best, because if you'd seen him drop down from the ceiling, Debella might have had another... I would have passed out. <laughs> had another freak out. Yeah, yeah. He- well, Henry's already scared. So I yeah, feel yeah, like you're, you're both already scared. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, because Tompkins is way too distracted by the shiny bricks. Uh, the three distractions, I think the shiny, the, the glowing bricks are the biggest distraction. Esteban, are you mm. just going to kind of join the group or are you going to announce yourself or, or you, you've dropped down on them at this point? Oh, I finally dropped down. Okay. I don't know. Should I scare them again? I don't... <laughs> it's up to you. What, what does Esteban want to do? <laughs> you are unnoticed. Uh, which is how you like it. It's exactly how I like it. I'm going to tap on the dragon's shoulder. <laughs> you tap him on the shoulder? All yeah. right. <laughs> on the wrong shoulder. So so he looks the other side. <laughs> oh, so you're, oh, you do the, you do the, so you're on his left side. You yeah. tap him on the right shoulder. Exactly. Right. Give, <laughs> give, me a, give me a beefy roll, Henry. Okay. Okay, seven. And that's with your minus one? Oh, no, six. Uh, Henry. Ah! <laughs> Something touched you! And you, fl- you fling yourself around in, in circles trying to see what touched you. And you're going you're gonna to take one ouchie because you, uh, you step on, a, 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 step on like a sharp rock as you're trying to fling around. But eventually you do stop and see Esteban. And, and he's just kind of standing there looking at, at the four of you and not blinking. Is it safe to assume that Estevan and Thompkins know each other since they both work for Jacques? Yeah, you guys yes. have run into each other before. Yeah, it's it's. It, it, you... I think he's described as both as muscles. Right. <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, Thompkins, you wouldn't because they just woke Este uh, Esteban up. Oh, okay. He, he's he's been sli- they found him in a box in the basement where he'd been sleeping for three hundred years. So yeah, he's this is. <laughs> oh right, 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 right. I wasn't sure how long ago that yeah, happened. Yeah, no, this, so. this, this this kid is new uh, as far as far as you know. Actually, I'm old, but okay. <laughs> well, yes, yes. <laughs> well, Thompkins is like, hi. Hello. <laughs> nice to meet you. I'm Thompkins. Hello, I'm Esteban. Hey, What's yeah, you good? scared my friend. Oh, it's not the first time. I think it's, it's kind of a habit now. Oh. So Bella is just like walking around with her hands like over her eyes as if she's watching a scary movie. She doesn't quite want to see anything else. And that's why she has a minus one. And she looks at Esteban. She's like, oh, not again. <laughs> sorry. I said sorry for the last time. I said. It's okay. You apologize. That's that's yeah. good. She always apologized. I feel like Henry's kind of like hyperventilating a little bit and like trying to get things under control. Yeah. While wearing that mask. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. He has the mask over. So because he doesn't he does not want to smell the smells, guys. It's very very delicate nasal passages. The room definitely stinks. Is there a nose bleeding? Yeah, out of habit. <laughs> Did you know? No smell. Know. Just, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you see, you can still smell things. You, know, you 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 need to smell to be able to hunt. So, so yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You said your name is Esteban. Uh, are you a sewer kid? Oh, they're sewer kids. Oh. Henry says no, no. Esteban, he's he's from upstairs, like us. He just oh. got he just got sent ahead. He's like he's like part of our group. Oh, but, okay. But also, he's like the sneakiest part of our group. Even sneakier <laughs> than than Augustus. That's so sneaky. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I made finally made new friends, so I finally have new blood to taste. <laughs> so 
he yeah he also talks about eating your blood but i wouldn't worry too much about it because i don't i think it's a joke wait does blood taste good uh yes it does wanna taste uh sure okay (laughs) (laughs) let's exchange blood that's how we do it where they come from Wait a minute, they share blood as, as Swap gets a vampire gargoyle? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's how we are, all family. It's all coming together. Yeah. Are you giving him some of your blood? Yes, and I take some from King as well. Okay, does Falcons as a gargoyle have blood? I'm curious about that. I, I, that's the thing, I kind of picture when he's not on timeout, he does have f- okay. quote-unquote flesh. It's just, okay. yeah, it just seems kind of more stony flesh. So, I assume he has blood. How, how are we doing this blood exchange between these three-year-olds? <laughs> I bite into his arm, he bites into mine. Vomkins has teeth. <laughs> okay. Ow. <laughs> Ow. Ow. This is awkward. <laughs> Take one out, G. Okay. Considering how... how, how Dirty fog consists right now. Yeah. Henry, Henry uh, t- says, I don't think this is sanitary. Guys. Okay, so you said take an ouchie. Well, do you take an ouchie? Esteban, lose one grump. One grump, okay. Because you, you, you like eating blood. Tastes like that time that I, that I ate a quarter. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> His blood is crunchy. <laughs> it's crunchy blood. Falcons, I need, I, I need, I need a, I need Chunky. a, uh, I need a beefy roll from you right now, bud. <laughs> All right, got an eight. Eight's the magic number of the day. Okay. Well, I had, I hadn't uh, counted on on shared bankers <laughs> going on today. <laughs> Silly me. Yeah, yeah, and eight's fine. So you just take the one ouchie damage. But when, when, uh, when Esteban, uh, Esteban releases your arm, the two little bite marks just heal over whoa like he like he never bit you so cool esteban you're so cool thank you i don't know <laughs> even what to say now <laughs> i mean thank you I, i'm blushing sorry esteban you hand you remember that you got a letter from isabeau and you hand it to ignatius ignatius reads it and it's a picture it's a it's a, the message has a picture of a butt <laughs> and then an equal sign and then a picture of ignatius and then it has a picture of a heart and an equal sign and a picture of Isabel. And, and a, a single tear rolls down Ignatius's the corner of his eye. He, he wipes it away with his paws and he puts the, the letter into his, his knapsack. He seems reassured that she's okay. That after this heart... Sure. <laughs> after this heartfelt note. Yeah, yeah. You all are standing, like I said, in the, in, in the middle of a large trash-covered circle from the roof you can kind of make out other holes that ascend up to the above ground the old Greenwich. so this is probably where a lot of stuff gets dumped not just poo but i mean that's certainly part of it and like i said there are three pathways the pathway to your left has these glowing bricks that thwompkins is is entranced with the pathway to the front you hear singing, and the pathway to the right is pitch dark, but there is a, a fresh smell of flowers and, and clean laundry. And then there's also the 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 ladder that goes back up to the uh, the above ground. Let's just go there. Just get out of here. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. Change my mind. <laughs> <laughs>
I'd say that we go towards the scene. Jabel's kind of like looking around over there. Henry definitely, uh, definitely would prefer to go toward the fresh scent. I feel like that may be the safest path, but I understand if that seems like maybe that's probably the laundry room. Oh, uh, I like the glowing bricks. So, uh, Estevan, tiebreaker. What? I think. Tiebreaker. What? Again? What? Tiebreaker. What, what is exactly the tiebreaker? You, okay. Uh, I want to go that way. Uh, Henry wants to go that way. Uh, uh, Diabella wants to go that way. And we can't decide. Um, I mean, I spent a lot of time in a box. I, it would be nice to smell something nice for a change. It was a lot of time in that box. It was musty. It was dark. Oh, were you hiding? No, Were you hiding from something? No, I was sleeping. But uh, you know, sometimes you fart when you sleep and the box just smells. Ah, oh. it's true. One time I fell asleep in a closet when playing hide and seek. <laughs> <laughs> no one came to find me. <laughs> I, I think the laundry might be a good choice. The laundry smell. We'll go there first, but we are supposed to be finding. Finding the pirates. Oh, we need to find the pirates. Is it the pirates? Mm-hmm. I thought they we were finding have... finding the older kid. Cindy. Yeah, because we're supposed to be... We need to find yeah. Cindy, but Invisible Grandpa only let us in because we go find the pirates. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we need to go find Nemo. I mean, the pirates. <laughs> Captain Nemo. Is, yeah. Are the singing more like shanty or is it more like, you know... Haunting. Why don't you give me a crafty roll to see if you can discern what type Ooh. of singing? Nine. Six plus Ooh. three. Yo ho, yo ho, a pirate life for me. <laughs> Stealing binkies all the day. Getting in oh. scraps. Hey, hey. Yeah, oh, uh, it's not a, it's not a great song. Someone's singing about stealing binkies. Oh, I... Henry says, I think I have to change my vote that I think we have to listen to Daybella. She's also really smart. Daybella's so smart. We should probably follow Daybella. And Henry's smart too. Next, after we get the harmonica. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. All right. Thank you for listening to Even Fun and Games podcast. To stay up to date with our latest news, follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Even Fun and Games. If you happen to be listening on Spotify, Spotify just added ratings for their podcasts. So please be sure to rate us. It helps us find new listeners. I want to give a shout out to Nick and the team at Roll Die for Adventure RPG podcast for welcoming us into the podcasting space. Now let's get back to the show. So the party has decided to head up north towards the the pirate song, which most likely means the Binky Pirates. Entirely possible that that's where you're going. But first you have to navigate 
where you are, these piles of garbage and whatnots and stuff, it's a minefield. And the, and the, and the worst part is it's, it's a minefield where you're not sure if you, if you misstep, if something's going to explode or you're going to get stuck. How do you guys want to get across this? It's going to, it's going to take some, some time and some doing to get across this, this mode of, of mess. How are we getting, how are we getting towards the North Passage? Slowly and carefully. So Daybell, <laughs> so Daybell, I want you to make some nim, uh, make me a nimble roll then, since you are tiptoeing so here like and there. holding her arms up above the water and just carefully okay. moving around. All the crap. Nimble. Maybe, might be that. Yeah, yeah, nimble. Pumpkins is definitely following after. Okay. If you are slowly making your way, I'd like nimble checks then. Yeah. It's a five. With my minus one. Mm. Uh Three plus five is eight. Okay. Anybody else going with, or are you guys staying back for now? Uh, I'm going. Give me a nimble roll, Esteban. Nimble, I edge what? Again? Uh, adventurous. Your adventurousness. Yes. Yep. So I got an eight. Okay. And Henry, what about you? Henry's hanging back for a second he's okay. got another plan probably for the best because Daybella, you take a misstep and you step on something squishy and slippery at the same time and there is a and Esteban Twonkins and Daybella, you see a green cloud just sort of Puff up from this pile. Debella, you stepped on a dirty diaper. (laughs) (laughs) And it's been down there. (laughs) It's been down there for a while. So I'm going to need y'all, the three of you who went out in the explosion. Debella, you set it off. So you're going to take two points of tummy ache damage from the smell. Okay. Wompkins and Esteban, you're going to take one point of tummy ache damage. Uh-oh. At this moment, Wompkins goes, <laughs> and suddenly starts to harden up in a stereotypical gargoyle pose that's ultra scary. And, like, his face is, like, growling, and he just looks completely, like, almost like he would probably be attacking someone, but he's completely frozen. <laughs> As he has received nine out of nine tummy aches. And thus timed out. Thwompkins is timed out. He is having a potty emergency right now. <laughs> Jack, I'm going to need you to step away from... Please place your headphones. All right. And headphones and be... coming off. Oh, you, you said... can come back at 10.23. 10.23. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thwompkins has gone rock. <laughs> but Dave, I'll just sort of pat him on his little rocky shoulders. It's like, it's okay. I understand. <laughs> I've been there. I've been there, man. You're also now in the problem. The, the, the smell dissipates quickly. Luckily, it was not a lingering dirty diaper, so there's that to be thankful for. Uh, but for now, unfortunately, you also have to contend with Still your friend running. who's turned into a rock. Uh, David's going to try pushing him? Dragging yeah, him sure. <laughs> sure. Give me, give me a muscly roll. Oh, uh, that's a six. Esteban, you want to help out here? Yep. 
Anyone? Okay. Uh, muscle, Give me a muscly roll. Muscly roll. Mm-hmm. It's your adventurousness. Yep. Uh, wait. I got an 11. You got an 11? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Dave Belly, you are, you are trying to drag Thwompkins, and you're not getting anywhere, and Estimon just kind of throws him, throw, picks him up and throws him over his shoulder. <laughs> and then picks you up and throws you over his other shoulder. <laughs> oh. And and walks so the rest easy. of the walks the rest of the way out of the minefield and then puts you both down safely on the on the other path. Uh on the northern path outside of the garbage. Henry, you have been hanging back. You managed to avoid the dirty diaper, so that's good. But how are you going to get across? What's your plan? Henry would like to have used his brains okay. to, to have memorized the exact path that Estevam went through. Mm, because okay. Estevam didn't set off a dirty diaper and would, <laughs> like to, uh, would like to follow step for step that path. Give me a brainy roll. Let's see how well you memorize it. Ten, but nine, minus one, nine. <laughs> you are no longer scared. That was a successful Yay. roll. Woo-hoo. Henry does indeed. Clip, clap, clip, clap. He jumps over where Devella slipped on the dirty diaper. He side sidles to the right a few feet where he saw Estevan avoid something. And sure enough, you do manage to get towards the to the end for successfully navigating the minefield, mostly, except for Thwompkins there, everyone's going to get, uh, lose one damage of your choice. Mm. My choice, okay. I guess I'm losing a grumps. Okay. The passageway you're on, you smell, you get the scent of, of you've never smelled salt water, but that's what you're smelling. It's It's a... It's a sharp, briny... It actually smells like the lunch lady's breath a little bit. But not necessarily in a bad way, just that's the closest thing it can remind you of. And it's it's getting stronger the, it's getting stronger the further down the path that you go. And before too long, you start to hear the song gets louder and new songs start up. Uh, and there are a lot of words that you don't know what they mean. Uh, give me... You start to hear words you don't know. Give me crafty rolls, everyone. No, give me guile rolls. Let's do that. Give me guile rolls. Guile is based on cuteness. Is that is your precocious? Precocious. Okay. Ooh. Oh man, rolling. Okay, I got a nine. Okay, good. Henry got nine. an eight. Okay. And how did Daybella do? Yeah, I got a nine as well. Daybella, you're not scared anymore, so that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got. She slowly brings her hands down, like. So we got two eights and a nine. No, two nines and an eight. Two nines and an eight. Okay, Daybelly, you're not scared anymore, and you don't know what some of these words that you're hearing mean, but you're intrigued. Just, just really not enough to, to, to. It's more like, oh, there. I could these these guys seem fun. You just more. You're just more enjoying the the sounds that are coming. Henry and Esteban, mm. you each have learned. I was you, again, got a nine. With oh, you got a nine. Henry got an eight. Yeah. Henry yeah, got sorry, the eight. But, but, then, <laughs> but then your but then your nine got bumped down to an eight. I'm sorry. Did your nine get bumped down to an eight, or was it a ten that got what bumped down to nine? The, 
I was not. Is this does okay? So does the you, successful roll still get a minus or? Yes, yeah. It still gets until a okay, so yeah. I got an eight then. Okay, so two eights and a nine. Is that what we had? Two eights and a nine. Oh, okay, <laughs> sorry. Right. Okay, no, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, but you are no longer scared, so at least you're, you're yeah, yeah. Uh, and and neither of you were scandalized by what you were hearing, so that's good. You just think, hey, it's catchy, whatever this means. Esteban, you have learned a new word. Ooh, is a bad word. The word is. It's what it's. You don't you don't know what it means, but you get the sense you shouldn't say it. So, uh. if you use the word. It will cause one point of grumps to the person you're aimed at. This is this is a single-use bad word that you've picked up. Okay. Can't use real bad words. Right. <laughs> okay. Can't use real bad words. I gotta make up fake bad words. <laughs> Thwompkins has returned. Thwompkins, you start to crack out of your shell. What does it look like when you come out of your, your stone phase? It's probably just... It starts to crack... And rather than being just a big explosion, it more just starts to fall off, and then he kind of shakes it off like a wet dog. Um, so, do I re-roll my max tummy aches? You re-roll your tummy aches now. Yep, yep. So it's one d six plus your precociousness. Yeah. Okay, got a eight total. Okay, so your new tummy ache max is eight. Yep. And do does this count as something where my knacks and perks and abilities come back or no? Yes, your yeah. knacks and perks and abilities also come back. Oh, these binky pirates are not going to like that. (laughs) Wompkins, you do notice singing. uh, It seems a song has ended. Debella and Henry are tapping their feet. Uh, Oh, you also notice, Wompkins, that you are at the end of the hallway. They've apparently dragged you uh, out of the minefield. Uh, and somehow oh. you are, you, you, you basically time traveled as far as you, you know, you started one place, <laughs> you ended in some, another place and you don't know how you got there. And Esteban is, is repeating a word to himself over and over and over again with this mischievous grin on his face <laughs> as if he is committing something to memory <laughs> that he's going to use later. Yeah. Thwompkins just comes out as like, excuse me. That smell of salt water has gotten has gotten stronger and stronger, or lunch lady's breath, as you've equated it to. And there is a lapping sound, like when you get into a when you get into the bathtub with a couple other kids, and you're all splashing around. The the sound of the water splashing against the, you know, when you're allowed to take your monthly bath. <laughs> so you get you get a sense that there's water nearby. Everyone, give me a brainy roll, real quick, or no, give me a crafty roll, real quick. Three and three is six. Six. Woo! Uh, so that is an eleven. Ooh. Or twelve. Twelve. Ooh. Ooh. Debella, there's water nearby. The only thing you can think that might be water is you know that you heard one of the janitors talking one time about the plumbing and the sewer system. And what that means is all of the water, all of the stuff that goes into the toilet gets swept up in rivers underground and taken out to uh, to the ocean or to someplace outside. So all this water running is is it, it constantly moves away from the orphanage. So you know that 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 there these underground rivers that are in the the, the sewers carry all the gross stuff, but carries gross stuff away from the orphanage to a different place. So if you ever wanted to 
leave, to escape, following one of these underground rivers might take you, will at least take you further away from the orphanage. The thought of escape, the thought of someday maybe getting back to the woods where you came from, makes you feel better. Uh, and you lose one grumps. Well, I don't have any grumps. <laughs> They're feeling great right now. <laughs> you're great. You're feeling great. And your little mushroom friends in your head uh, also like the idea of underground water. So everyone's happy. You and and your your dark passengers. You're all <laughs> like fun little, guys. Like glowing yeah. spores. Yeah. yeah they're, woo, woo. Dark passengers. Remember, follow oh, no, Harry's she, rules. Oh no, she's <laughs> sporing. Everybody, cover your mouths. Yep. <laughs> You don't want the you want you want, don't want to pass the infection. <laughs> Henry still has his underwear. Over you still got his underwear. You still got his underwear over his mouth. Yeah, it's good call. Good call. <laughs> the singing is louder. The salt water sound is louder. Uh, the salt water smell is is more pungent, and and the sound of the water rushing is is louder as well. And the bricks and old stonework of the sewer tunnel that you're in uh, starts to give way to ranshackled wood buildings they're not most of them are not much more than than you know six or seven feet high and it looks like they weren't so much built as just leaned up against each other so it's almost like someone's made a house of cards with with wood that they found and just kind of balanced everything precariously it looks like it wouldn't take much to knock any of these things over and a couple of you are fighting off the urge to do just that Oh, especially me. <laughs> especially the Lumpkins, yeah, yeah. Some people. Some people are trying to knock the building or knock the buildings over. But they are all balanced higher and higher and higher. So you've got these these house of card made of, you know, plywood and, and, and driftwood that go four or five stories high and get more and more precarious the higher you go. And there are ropes and rope ladders that stretch uh, and, and boards that stretch from one side to the other. So it's just a big old ransackle, ransackle, giant house of cards almost attached by, by wires and ropes and anything that, that they could find. And sure enough, you see figures. It's about your size, and they're swinging from one half to the other, and they're singing as they go, and there is, you know, sometimes you, you see kids getting into fights and scuffles, and, and, and there's yelling, and there's loud, and there's words that you don't know, that you know you shouldn't know. And that and the songs keep continuing, and now you're hearing instrumentation along with the songs. And there are two of these strange piratey guys standing on a on a tower in the middle of of the road, and they look down. They point at the three of you, at uh, the five of you, and say, uh, "Halt, you scurvy dogs! Who goes there?" Uh, I'm not a dog. I'm a gargoyle. Henry. As best as he can, he he tries to look really big, mm-hmm. and he says, "Excuse me, but our good friend, Invisible Grandpa, told us <laughs> that you stole his harmonica." At the at the mention of Invisible Grandpa, first there's a slight shimmer in the air. You've said his name <laughs> once, <laughs> and they go, "The old ghost sent you." Well, then you're no friends of ours. Get them, boys! <laughs> and all of a sudden, there is a rush of there's a clatter of noises and bangings and clangings as more of these the Binky Pirates come pouring out of 
their their hideouts and their 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 uh, their holes. They're swinging down from the ceilings. They're jumping down from buildings. They've all got little cardboard and wood swords. They're all wearing eye patches and they've got bandanas around their heads. Each each one's outfit is more garish than the next. And before you know it, there are ten binky pirates kind of surrounding you, all with weapons drawn, and you're stuck in the middle of the circle. And the two up on the platform go, All right, you sea dogs, you scurvy lovers. I'm your cookies or unfortunate things. Ooh, unfortunate things. Unfortunate things. Well, it's unfortunate. I don't have any cookies. Henry says, I'm not, gi- I'm not giving you my cookies. I mean, I, I, I like to share, but I don't like to share with people that steal stuff. They're, they're trying to follow along all of you at once as you, as you respond in different ways. Uh, and the, the, the pirate who's been talking to you, the big pirate who's been talking to us. All right, quiet, quiet, everyone, quiet. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be threatening and, and you're all talking over each other. All right, so who, who, who's, who's in charge? Who, who, who's your leader here? Uh, Daybella. Uh, I was oh, about okay. to push Henry in front of us. <laughs> and then she stops. Both happens. It's pushed Stop. forward. Daybella. <laughs> so I, I heard Daybella. He he points his, his little wooden sword down at you. Daybella. He goes, all right. You, you're the leader. I challenge you to a loogie off. And everyone goes, <gasps> loogie off. And that's where we're going to stop for the day. <laughs> Daybella has been challenged to some sort of strange pirate ritual by the Binky Pirates. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for, for listening to this episode of Even Footing Games as Babies and Broadswords. If you want to just hear the gameplay stuff, you can stop now. If you're interested in how the sausage is made, we will be having a rules discussion. Listen, like, and all of that good stuff. Okay. Bye to all of the folks who are leaving now. Thanks, everyone. (laughs) Stick around for our rules discussion. Bye, folks. Uh, If you want to hear some of our new changes. So only the cool people are left, right? (laughs) All that's left are the cool people, right? Yeah, all the cool people. All right. So, friends at home, if you've been listening with us this long, thank you so much. You know that we not only play the game, but we also discuss rules because we are designing this game as we go. We are real close to the end of things, to, to putting this book out for, for mass consumption and sales. So any changes that we kind of make at this point are more, there's not going to be, they're going to be kind of more cosmetic and they're not going to be as groundbreaking, but we are, you know, planning further editions and further books. So, you know, changes that, that we might notice from here on out that we think would be worth looking into, you know, they might get moved into another book. You know, we, we are already working on a, a another supplemental book that's going to be a lot of, you know, character classes and monsters and more loot and maybe some more big kid rules. Maybe that's where these, these extra rules come in. But for now, the biggest change that we've made or the biggest change that we've talked about making uh, prior to this, cookies, which you needed to power your abilities also caused tummy ache points whenever you ate them. Eat too many, eat a cookie, get a tummy ache. We kind of came to the realization that this made it way too easy to get to your tummy ache max, especially when there was no correlation with an item that gave you ouchies when you used them or grumps when you used it. So what we kind of decided and what we're playing with is that 
cookies are still needed to set off your abilities and your perks and your knacks and all that stuff, but they no longer give you tummy ache damage. It also really was very overpowered for precociousness-based characters mm-hmm. because they would have such a high tummy ache max compared to adventurousness or cuteness characters. Especially when you got like the Barbabian, who some of his abilities actually cost him tummy aches on top of the cookies. As I have learned. <laughs> He's getting double tummy aches, right, right. So it was unbalanced towards the precociousness kids and kids with higher tummy ache maxes. So the question becomes, I, and this is something I've gone back and forth with. Do we, uh, we are, we're working right now that you, you cut cookies, give you tummy aches. Another possibility, maybe a big kid's rule or something that we look at for the second book is that you need specific items or types of cookies to trigger specific types of abilities. So maybe chocolate chip cookies give you precocious, trigger your precociousness based abilities and they give you tummy aches and maybe snickerdoodles trigger your adventurousness based and they give you ouchies when you use. So all cookies give you some detriment dependent on which type of cookie you're using is that is that something that we think we should go into further for maybe the next book as a, as a big kid rule or a variation or does that possibly really complicate things i think you could make a decent gritty mode yeah right like a <laughs> gritty babies a and bronze gritty babies and bronze <laughs> i think it's definitely something to look into i kind of like the idea i would like to say that snickerdoodles are definitely a cuteness cookie though not okay, that's fair. That's fair. So. <laughs> I would say probably an oatmeal raisin would be more an adventurous cookie. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's very adventurous, okay. I would say. <laughs> uh, I like that idea. I just, I think it's good to try out. Different... I do worry about it being over comp- overly complicated. I should definitely run the... like a one shot with that and see right. how it works. I think I do. Maybe like it that like idea, takes place though. at a bakery, so we have all the different kinds that we can play with. Mm. Or on Christmas, there's like a lot of cookies on the counter or something. Sure, that would that would make sense that we would have more options. I like that if 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 resource management is at the heart of the game, then adding another new layers of things to manage fits in with that. But I just I just worry that that might be too crunchy for new players. So maybe that is a big kid rule. Maybe it's a variation for the for the for the second book that you can add to make things even more particular, I guess, or or a little crunchier, a little grittier. Yeah. I think I think it's worth looking into, like Lee said, in a one shot, just to play around with the idea that that there are different types of cookies which trigger different types of abilities. Or, or what if other types of cookies are give you a plus two, or we've done that a, a double times already? Yeah, where a special yeah. type of where you get those special types mm-hmm. of cookies, mm-hmm. and they give an, a bonus. To whatever you're doing so that way you can always keep that constant string of you know hey look here's this many cookies you guys have this many cookies but oh hey here's two oatmeal raisin and uh in a chocolate chip you know it's yeah. like a bonus right yeah. we have we have played around with with special cookies giving extra bonuses like you know the, the cookies in the orphanage right now are, are just kind of flavorless sugar cookies they're just more biscuits yeah. than anything so in past games or one shots where the kids have gotten a hold of a chocolate chip or something like that, it's you know it's 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 given them yeah, the bonus. Yeah, and I like that. Yeah, so that's easy enough to do. That's fine, and I think that's that's something that that even sitters you know who are playing the first edition or the or the initial edition can just easily work into their game. 
Yeah, that could be worked in for advanced babies and bronzers. Right. <laughs> a, B, and B? Yeah. So that I like, but I do want to play around later. So maybe we'll, if uh, next time we do a one-shot or maybe we'll, we'll carve out a campaign where we play around with the idea of using some different types of cookies. But for now, is everyone okay with cookies no longer causing tummy aches? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thompkins, Th- thanks you. You need cookies to trigger your abilities. So you need them to, to set off your perks, your special abilities, and your knacks. Those are still necessary to do that. So the, the, the collection of cookies is still important to your ability to do your extra special stuff. So there is still a definite importance. And they are still currency as well. If you, if you meet a shopkeeper or someone, you can trade them you know, goods for cookies. Cookies can be exchanged for goods or services. So they are still very important and, and integral to the game, but I think if removing the tummy ache makes them less of a liability to some players and more and less of a an overpowered item to others. So so are we good with that change for now? Yeah, I think that's going to be the the core rule in the book as well. I think that'll be the 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 basic rule. Cookies are just for ability use and. And currency cookies are, are a combination of spell slots and, and and gold if you want to think of it that way but they, they don't hurt you anymore but maybe for uh advanced editions we look into the prospect of different types of cookies being needed for different types of activities and causing different types of damage when you eat them you can always also have it that if you are out of cookies and you want to do abilities that you still have access to because you haven't used them um, maybe then that's when the tummy ache or the grump or the ouchie comes in. Right. Using that ability without cookies actually causes more damage. Because uh, all of all of the abilities, most of the abilities, especially the higher powered ones, cause cookies and will also cause some sort of damage to you. So it's like you 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 take a couple points of ouchies whenever you set off gra or whatever the case may be if you're Barbabian. So maybe no cookies isn't necessarily you can't do it. It means you're just going to take more of a type of damage if you try without the cookie. Yeah, we could definitely mess around with that a little bit. I mean, that, 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 I don't that, know. that could be an optional thing because, yeah, I mean, there are situations a, where... Yeah, definitely a, a big, big rule. Yeah, yeah. A big yeah that's, a, that's a... Yeah. I think I'm it makes more sense. Out there. Yeah, if you're out of cookies, you can't do that thing. It, is, it makes more sense for me for as a core rule. Yeah, and maybe a big variation is you can trade damage for, for cookies or whatever the case may be. That's when it becomes incumbent upon the sitter to make sure that they're giving out enough cookies that you can do that special stuff. You know, we, we want to some extent, uh, especially for our, our older players, that, you know, you have to kind of balance your cookies. Uh, you can't just be using them willy-nilly all over the place. But for our younger kids, you know, load them up with cookies. Give them, give them the chance so they don't have to make that decision. That Oh, no, I, I want to do this thing, but I'm out of cookies, so I guess I can't. All right, so good. So I'm, I'm making notes of all that stuff. But I think for now, yes, cookies will, will not cause... Actually, you... Yeah, Rocky, what's up? You could add like a, a kind of cookie rating, something that they can have only so much cookies during a, a session before something happens still, but not based on any of the other abilities, but something that that is said, like they can have five cookies or ten cookies. I don't know the exact number. Mm-hmm. Like a ten cookie max? A cookie cap? Hmm. Can only fit so many cookies in the jar. Yes, like they have that many. If they eat more than this much, they faint for the rest of the session, or I don't know. Or go to immediate 
break. Yeah, but the, like break. an immediate nap time because he ate so much. Yeah, but and now your sugar crash, like a sugar crash. Exactly. No, that's a, a good name yeah. actually. Yeah. So like, if you eat ten cookies, then like you gotta go down for an extra long nap, maybe. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what I was trying to get to when I initially had them tied into tummy aches. So it's like you eat yes. too many of these powerful items, you go down. Yeah, you're going to go, uh, go down. The tummy aches yeah. are based on one of the abilities. So if you have something that is right. set for everyone, it becomes like static. Exactly. Yeah. It becomes more balanced. So would you would you would I you like that idea. would you say it varies from person or or each character can only every character can only have 10 cookies in a row. I would say every. Yeah. So it's a, it's a that static. That would totally make it even. Yeah. It's a static number for everybody. Yes. Interesting. Okay. Would this be like an ultimate nap time where you, like, you have to reset all your stats or it resets all Ooh, of your breaks? Oh, I like that. Ooh, yeah. You're gone for longer and everything gets reset maybe? Yeah. Yeah. That definitely like sounds like kind of a cool advanced babies and broadswords. But, but we'd have to make it like I think a ten cookie cap would be a good amount because like that's a lot of cookies. Exactly. You you really yeah. need to... five. I feel like is like a little too low. Like that's right. like two abilities. That's two abilities. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's just like if you're going crazy and just like shoveling cookies in your face, right. then you gotta go down. <laughs> exactly. So it's like I'm trying to remember yeah. what else are cookies used for outside of abilities. And they're you also buy stuff with them. They're also currency. And you can give yourself right, like right. advantage sometimes. With yeah, one, right? but if we, you know, if you take all, if you do you like, for example, advantage. all three of your well, abilities yeah. mm-hmm. and all of your, was it the knacks that use cookies? Yeah. What does that equal if you used all of like, them? Like what's the number? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I have to look back at the map on that. Can't you always add a cookie to add plus one? We got rid of that rule, but maybe, oh, okay. maybe we re, maybe we, uh, we bring it back. Yeah, because that's what I was curious on. Yeah, I think it used to originally it was you could eat an extra, you could eat a cookie and give yourself a plus one to any roll. So maybe if we put a cookie cap on how many you can use at a time before going, you know, before putting yourself in a sugar crash, maybe we can still bring that rule back because you might be like, okay, I need, you know, I'm 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 fighting the janitor, I need an extra boost, I'm gonna eat all five of these cookies, and yes, it might put me in a sugar crash on my next turn, but. I'm going all out, you know. It's like a, this. This is my hail mary play. Yeah. Um, Man, why you gotta be fighting the janitor? He's just trying to do his job. <laughs> hey, you know what? Sometimes the janitor's job is to harass a bunch of four year olds. You know, who are uh, trying to. It's a dirty work. Break into Get a into room his closet. toilet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're dropping dra- dropping diaper bombs in the bathroom. Yeah. So a quick math tally for just for for Thorther. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you used five cookies, you would use all of your class abilities, your and one for a perk and one for a knack. Okay, so five would be like you've used everything that you can use to start out the game with, right? I mean, and of course you can get extra knacks, like Henry has two knacks right, right now. Right, right, right. But, yeah, five is... five. For a sorcerer is what it is, and it's right and it should be the same for each class. If 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 I balance them correctly, which I'm pretty sure I did. Which at that point, if we're doing if if we did throw out a rule, for example, where you know you can only consume so many cookies, like you have a cookie cap. At that point, having the you can only use these abilities once per rest. It's like you got two limiters right there. 
Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's why I was thinking that maybe doubling that would be the cookie cap. Yeah, the only likelihood, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's like a lot of different ways to change it up. Um, I, I'm not sure how much of it is necessary, I guess. I, I like the idea of a cookie cap. Um, but making it balanced and everything might be a little difficult. Yeah. It's also something we can come back to because it is not, it's not going to be important for this book. It would be an advanced rule. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm looking at the second book at this point being a a big chunk of just big kid rule variations, you know, as much as I, I hate having to fix the book on the second edition. I don't think it's fixing though. Cause you're, ch- you're, you're just, you're changing. I mean, this, these are alternate rules. We've, we've definitely tried to play test these for ease of use. And so if somebody wanted a crunchier version, we want to also be able to give that to them. Yeah, I mean, most of the feedback I got from play testers was simple and easy. I love it. Right. And simple and easy is what we're hoping for, but there are players who like getting into the into the, the oh, of be, course. into the the grid of things. Me included. I like I like a I like a game where I have to kind of balance things. I count my arrows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. For, I like for, those kinds for, of things. For obsessive nerds like Lee, you know, we we, we uh you know, we, we put in some of those crunchy roll and maybe, yeah. And maybe that's where we focus on the second book. Yeah. I don't think it's going back. I think having just supplemental stuff of ideas is great mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and would help with people making their own adventures. Yep. Fit. Cool. So cookie cap, I think is definitely something we, we can, we can revisit for that second. Yeah. That is a good, that is a good idea. Rocky. I like that. So, so is this our shop talk? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yes. So thanks, thanks for listening uh, to another episode of Even Footing Games presents Babies and Broadswords. You are all beautiful, lovely people. Like and subscribe, listen, download, check out our website and our Patreon and all of that good stuff. Write a review. Yes. That would be very helpful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please. For those of you still using iTunes and everything like that, those reviews and, and five stars are massive. And especially for uh, for a pod and a game like this, where we want feedback, get on. Uh, if you like it on our Discord channel, there's spaces where you can give your thoughts about our rules and ideas, and feel free to share what you think. Please, sir, can I have some reviews? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Jack. That was the right level of sad and pathetic that I was I was looking for. <laughs> and we'll see you next time from all of us on the Even Footing Games team. So long. Bye. Bye.